Ali Mosley, good morning. Good morning, team. How are we? Very well. Let's start with the two-year-olds. The Todman, Red Resistance, a seventy favourite. And uh, in the Riesling or the Riesling, learning to fly a $1.65. Will you be taking on uh, these two animals tomorrow? I know you love uh, taking on the short price favourites. What do you think, Ali? Uh, this is It's really tricky. I, to be honest, I'd probably stay out of it a little bit. But... Red Resistance is a serious galloper, and I think the market's found found him very well. But a dollar seventy five is just—I don't know—I just hate it when they're that short. So for me, I think a little bit too short. I saw this guy as a baby actually because we went out to the farm and had a look at him, and he was such a spunk. Um, so it's quite cool to see how how well he's come through the ranks and. I think Cylinder will be the one to beat him, though. So I think he'll certainly give him a good push. I, I, I didn't actually realise that it well, I had sort of heard, but I didn't realise how serious it was when he had a race down in Melbourne and he ran second. He broke his jaw in the barriers. So he ran and ran second with a broken jaw. Jeez. So I thought that was phenomenal. And he's obviously a really tough horse. He'll come on from when I saw him last time. He was carrying on like a bit of a pork chop at the races. Um, last time out, he was feeling very well. He was getting quite warm back in the stalls. So if he can settle a little bit more, I think he'll run right up to red resistance. And a dollar seventy-five is too short. <laughs> what about in the challenge stakes, uh, Ali? We see some well, some superstar sprinters returning, and led by last year's Everest winner, Giga Kick. Yeah, and from all reports, he's he's really furnished this year too. He had a little bit of, I guess, not filling out to do, but just growing up. He's still a baby. He's only a three-year-old, so. I've heard that he's come up here in really nice order. He had a trip to the beach the other day with John Thompson's team, uh, and so he's travelled well. Clayton Douglas does a phenomenal job with him. He looks after his horses so well and does all the work with them, so he knows them better than anyone. And I really like to see him run well first up. So I'd like him to win, but I just think Remark will be the one to beat him, who's come back in fantastic order. This preparation, we saw it. I think we really will see the best of him, and I think he is the one to follow in that race. Remark. The Group 1 Canterbury Stakes, and I know you are very well attuned to these New Zealand horses, but just tell us how good this Imperatrice is because an eye-watering amount of money came for this mare uh, as soon as the market opened on Wednesday, back from $3 into odds-on. Well, she is that good from from what we know of her in New Zealand. And, you know, we've seen so many champion Kiwi horses come out here, particularly mares. I mean, we had Melody Bell come out. She flew the flag. And then Tiaka. We've had so so many good horses from New Zealand. But um, she's put it all together over there. So there's no reason to suggest that she couldn't win on Saturday in the Canterbury Stakes. But she's just too short now. I don't think you could be taking the dollar ninety about her. I know everyone thinks it's still probably worthwhile jumping on, but for me, she just seems a little bit too short there. I think she obviously is the one to beat, but of that field, Cascadian resuming the old boy. I think he's a vet, we can officially call him a veteran now. He's an eight-year-old, but um, every first out run in his last few preps in Australia has been at Group One level, and he's always been in the mix. So I think he can run a really nice race first up at the value. Yep, $15 Cascadian or three thirty the place. So what are we betting on then tomorrow, Ali? 
So I'm actually, I was hoping that we could get one today um, to kick us off, (laughs) hopefully. Although last week was was a tricky week, so we can maybe bounce back here. It's Lesquetty Boom at Newcastle. So she's Lesquetty Spirit's little sister. And I saw her on debut at Warwick Farm last prep. I loved her and I went and had a chat to the guys. They they said they've got a really big opinion of her, but she'll just get better as she gets obviously out over a trip and um, into further prep. So that was last prep. She's come back. She's had the one run so far for this prep, I think she'll strip a lot fitter. My only probably query with her is that we're yet to see her on a good track, but that's not to suggest that she can't do something. So I thought she was right in the mix last time. The pace just didn't suit her. So I think we might get a bit of a bit bit more of a price about her too. So that's Lesquetty Boom at Newcastle today. I'm just trying to find what race that is. Uh, she's in race five, I think. Race yeah, race five. Race five, number five. Race five, number five today, Lesquetty Boom. Boom is $4.20 with tab. What else have we got, Ali? Uh, so then we'll move on to tomorrow, and I think Osipenko will be the one to back there in the Randwick Guineas. I think he's probably the better of the day. Oh, it's in Loz's multi to run top two. Uh, beautiful. Okay, so Osipenko, and then I think also in the Randwick Guineas, uh, Matcha Latte will run a big race. He's come back just as a man this preparation. He was sort of a boy last time in. He did a few things wrong and he still um, had a bit of furnishing and filling out to do and that's exactly what he's done. So I think Ostapenko will win and then Machilate will run a big race in the Randwick Guineas. Um, we talk about Kiwi, so I'll head back across the ditch and I think Sharp and Smart, who is short, um, will just have to win there at Tarapa um, and comes to Australia after that to attack our derbies here. So um, we'll have a watch on him. Sharp and Smart at Tarapa, okay. Yes. Go for it. Keep <laughs> jump, going. Jump across the ditch. Um, I think I've just had a throw at the stumps here at a bit of, of a price at Arthur Baskin. I think he'll improve sharply second up with intention there with the blinkers on. He's got no weight on his back. We haven't seen a lot of him. He came out and ran uh, super on debut in his first Australian run. I think he was fourth there. Um, so I just think John's got a, a good opinion of him and, and he'll improve pretty sharply second up as well. Tell us which horse that was again, Ali. Sorry. Uh, that was Arthur Baskin. Okay, what so race is that? a bit of a list on there. Uh, Athabaskan is in the Stayers race, so that is race on the card. I think it is race uh, four, maybe? Race four. Sorry, let me just double-check that. The Randwick yep. City Stakes. Yep. Yep. Uh, Athabaskan, so that's race four, number eight for our listeners. Athabaskan, each way. And then uh, Written Beauty uh, in the last, uh, again, each way. She went okay last time. She drops in weight. She goes well second up. She'll need favours. But I think, again, hopefully we can just get a bit of a price about her. So that's race 10 for Written yep. Beauty. And then just lastly, I'll, I want to mention Spangler at Hawkesbury in the last there as well. That's on Saturday on their sort of feature day. I think should be carrying an extra five and a half kilos, but because it's set weight conditions, it's a huge asset for him. So Spangler in the last at Hawkesbury as well. Okay, race eight, number one. And I promise to our listeners, I will repeat these after the, the news. But Ali, really appreciate uh, your time as always and have a great weekend. Thanks, guys.